do you think about the old main building on campus? I think it's a really cool historical landmark for Augie. Like, that's where people lived for, like, when Augie was first started. So I think it's got a lot of Do you think history. it should be uh, preserved, or do you think with us trying to grow, it should be torn down and uh, made into a new... I don't think it should be torn down. I think it can definitely be renovated. Like, that's kind of a cool idea. No, I think it's something that, like, especially since Augie has been here for so long, I think it'd be cool to, like, turn it into something that people can now use, because it's not usable right now. Like, you can't Mm -hmm. go in it because it's condemned. So I think it'd be cool to turn it into something students can use like they used to when it was first built. Okay. Uh, Noelle, what do you think about Old Main? Um, I don't know. I mean, I think that I like the idea of tradition, but I'm not really a person who dwells on mm-hmm. the past. And I, I'm i not like a person where I'm like, oh, look at all these old things. I need to keep them for the memory. Um, and I think that given that Augie is needing to expand so much, that they need that space. It can't just be this empty building forever. Like, what, like it's going to have to turn into something and they're taking too much time trying to decide what it is to be honest Mm -hmm. and like I mean whether they change all of that back into like housing or if they redo some sort of media thing because I mean to be honest we don't have the media resources to sustain what we need to I mean like Grace and I are media studies majors and we don't have any sort of media outlet like there's no broadcasting club there's no like radio anything that like gives us actual practice so that'd be neat but I don't know I see people's side of wanting to keep the tradition but to be honest this entire school is old and traditional so hello uh, I am with Brett Shepley and Brett Shepley is a D2 football player at Augustana University and the threat of going D1 is looming I I don't know if I should call it a threat, but the idea of going D1 is moving. And we have uh, a shortage of living places on campus. I was wondering, what do you think of the building Old Main? Um, And Old Main, I'm pretty sure it's pretty old. I'm not really sure what goes on there. I think there's dorms, uh, but I call it East Hall. And that's what I well, think So do you that. think they should renovate it or tear it down? Oh, gotcha. Um, honestly, it's one of the cooler buildings on campus. I'm not sure what it would take to renovate the inside if that would, um, you know, make the, the structure less uh, adequate. But, uh, I mean, my vote would be to, to leave it up and, you know, keep that, that history of the college that we have. Do you know what Old Main is? Yeah, the building what do you think on campus. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's a super cool historical building, and I think that the decision to not condemn it was a good decision. Um, I've been in it. It's old, and it's dusty, and it's going to need, like, a complete, like, up-and-down transformation. Like, I swear I lost, lost, like, three years off my life when I went into there just because of all the crap I breathed in. But I don't know, and I know that there's been like, talk about, like, what to do with it, and, like, uh, President Hurst has just, like, made a task force or whatever, but I know, and I've heard rumor, or not rumor, oh God, 
I've heard that, like, they want to maybe make it into, like, an alumni, like, bed and breakfast type deal, but I don't know how I feel about that because I feel like that would not be a very useful, sustainable place for a campus at where they want to see Aggie going. Like, they want to increase enrollment by so much, and, like, I mean, I just, I don't see it, I don't see that being a useful thing. So, I mean, I'm hoping that they do something that's more of, like, student-centered, for sure, like, whether it is making a bit, like, a bigger back alley, like, a big entertainment space, I think that could be really cool, or, like, a bigger, like, lounge type space, but then I know that they're also renovating the commons building, so maybe that wouldn't be the best use, um, but I don't know, I just think they need to make it student-centered, and I overheard Noelle say something about media studies, and there, I mean, that's where the old radio station was, so I think that would actually be really awesome, and I mean, media... And, like, podcasting, like, what you're doing right now, like, stuff like that. And to have, like, something that's more than the stupid media center and library. I mean, not stupid. Like, they do what they can. But I think we do need more technology and we need more um, outlets, I guess. Like, we do need a radio station. Like, a lot of schools have that. Or, like, a podcast. Like, place where students can make podcasts and stuff like that. And, like, work on, like, music creation even. Like, we have a lot of, like, producers around and things like that. And I think that would attract a whole new body, like, student population to this campus. So, do you think it should stay up or would you want it to be torn down and no. created something new um I guess that would depend I'm not familiar with the structure of the building I mean I don't know how sturdy it's gonna be like I, mean, I don't, I don't know if, right okay so I mean I think it would be cool to keep the building because I think it flows nicely with um East Hall um I think that would be weird if they were to condemn it so I think they should keep the outside structure if they're if they can um and still be able to make it you know, like, modern on the inside, that'd be awesome, that'd be ideal, but, I mean, I think what they really need to focus on is making it a sustainable place for students and for future Aggie students. You just heard from four different Aggie students about what should happen to an old historical building on Augustana's campus. As you heard, some of them didn't know much about it, and the views seemed to be pretty mixed on what to do with the building. That seems like the issue for a lot of historical buildings in today's age. History is a lot like art. What matters lies in the eyes of the beholder. That is it. why, if you were to take a walk with me downtown Sioux Falls, South Dakota, on North Main and 5th Street, you might not see anything special. You might just see a flyer to a Midwest All-Pro Wrestling event, but other than that, you might just not know what I'm talking about. Right on the corner, there's a building that Dan Scott of the Sioux Falls Development Foundation had a quote on. He said, back in 2001, Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So I don't fault the people who see beauty in that building. I just don't see it at all. It was ugly 40 years ago, and it's ugly today. That building is the Sioux Falls Coliseum. It doesn't look like much today, but 100 years ago, it was a huge part of the Sioux Falls culture. My name is Will Hanneman, and in this episode of the Belongs to the Ages podcast, I want to show why buildings that are historical should be celebrated and not torn down. Let's go! I want to say one thing to the American people. You are listening to Belongs to the Ages podcast.
Whether it has been in regards to infrastructure or the city's culture, Sioux Falls believes it has made the right decision for itself time and time again. Even with their customized flag that was adopted in 2018, Sioux Falls has made conscious decisions on which direction the people want to move forward with their city. It is also a town that loves its entertainment, from the Sioux Falls high school sports teams to the professional teams with the Sky Force Canaries in the storm. Sioux Falls has constantly looked for great entertainment. The question has come up time and time again though, where are they supposed to hold this entertainment? In the 1910s, the city wanted somewhere that they could bring in world-class entertainment. That is why they decided to build the Sioux Falls Coliseum. On July 5th, 1917, after an intense bidding war, the Sioux Falls Construction Company was hired to build the structure. They had to get it done before November 26th of 1917, which was a lot to do in a short amount of time. The reason they had to get it done was so that the South Dakota Educational Association could have its annual conference there. Many contractors who were also bidding said that there was no way this project could be finished on time. William Snickney, construction manager for Sioux Falls Construction was quoted by saying, we will work Sundays if they will let us in order to meet the wishes of the commissioners. No holidays will be taken and we will work nights too if necessary. My last episode goes more in depth on the most notable event at the Coliseum with Woodrow Wilson. Other notable people to perform or play there were Wilt Chamberlain, Katherine Hepburn, and Anna Pavlova. There was also a presidential concession speech made by George McGovern when he went against Richard Nixon. It is also the place where basketball and wrestling had their state championships. So the building has seen its days in history. Sadly, in 1994, the roof of the Coliseum caved in. The city owned it at the time, but they did not have the money to fix it. So, the Minnehaha County Commissioners bought the building for $1, thinking that the city would buy it back at some point. Over the next six years, a debate started to come up where the Minnehaha County Commissioners wanted to tear down the building for 53 parking spaces. To get to the bottom of this, I interviewed six-time Pro Bowler Randy Moss. I'm sorry. I meant former Minnehaha Historical Society President Randy Moss, I get them mixed up a lot, uh, since he was one of the main players involved in saving the Sioux Falls Coliseum from destruction. I was just going to kind of start out by asking, so you're Randy Moss, and yep. uh, do you ever get... Uh, Confused by the other one? Yeah, I mean, does oh, that ever happen? not confused when they see me, but... <laughs> uh, uh, talking to do. Hang on just a second. This is Randy. You might know him from his store, I-29 Antiques, on the edge of T. He was gracious enough to come on, and there are some places I had to splice because he had to talk to a customer since he was the only one working in the store. Okay, I'm back. All right, perfect. Uh, so, I, I know this has kind of sprung on you, but I was wondering if you know a little bit of the history of the Coliseum? Well, yeah, I do. And what makes it uh, unique is the architecture. Yep. It was built in about 19, I think it was 1917, 1919. Mm -hmm. And uh, what was interesting, one of the very first uh, events in there was uh, young Sioux Falls area guys signing up for the draft. Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah. know if they called it the draft back in the... Uh, uh, 1919 or 1917, but a lot of them were signing up to go overseas for World War uh, One. And, uh, you know, you can save a lot of buildings, 
But what makes that unique is the architecture. You don't see, uh, there's different people have called it different, uh, you know, use different terms, but kind of like a uh, rural uh, Midwest uh, mm-hmm. architecture to it. And, uh, you know, you can save a million Queen Anne homes, but what really makes that unique is that it is different. And it, it really, you know, between the Victorian period, which ended about 1905, to the, uh, oh, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of the other uh, uh, architectural uh, uh, art deco from the, the 20s. It was kind of right in between that. And uh, that's what kind of made it unique. Yeah. Uh, are you from Sioux Falls area? Am I what? Are you from the Sioux Falls area? I'm not. I'm well. I'm from here and about a hundred miles away. Oh, okay. So, I mean, what? Why did you feel it was important that this well, building uh, at that stood? at that point? I was uh, uh, the president of the county uh, historical society, mm-hmm. and we, we're a nonprofit in that we're not uh, run by the city, the county, or we don't have any charter that ties us in with any outside group. We're a total independent group. And uh, right away, the members were saying, why are they turning it down? There's no need to be turning this building down. It's unique. And we started looking into it, and basically, we felt they were turning down because they wanted parking. Yep. And parking is so cheap Yeah. Uh, in that neighborhood. And it's, it's kind of humorous. Yeah, about three, four years ago, they, they put parking right where we told them to put parking. <laughs> uh, they needed more parking. They put it just right across Minnesota Avenue. And back then they said, oh, no, people don't want to cross Minnesota Avenue, even though there's a, a, a stoplight. That would be dangerous. Well, now they've put parking across Minnesota Avenue, and it seems to be working just fine. Yeah. Uh, I think what they did is when they built a new courthouse, they built it at an angle that if you were standing in front of the Coliseum, you would see the courthouse, and it would be beautiful, and uh, you'd have all this parking in front of it. And then they decide, well, we're going to have to tear down some buildings to make our wish come true. And that's where, you know, we kind of got in the way of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was their long-term goal is, you know, tear it down doesn't, you know, there's no need. Uh, you know, we, we want everyone to see this new building we built. Yeah. Uh, and did you feel like the people of Sioux Falls were, they just really wanted to keep it up? Or was, I mean... Because the, the way the voting came out, which was, it was a very small percentage of Sioux Falls uh, residents, the way it came out was, it was, I mean, pretty even, though uh, obviously the Sioux Falls Coliseum, or people that were pro-Sioux Falls Coliseum uh, came out ahead. But I was just wondering, did you, did you feel well, like a you know, lot one, of people one, wanted One of the things it? we were up against is that a lot of groups, in those days, and I sense that some, sometimes they they jump on the bandwagon of what uh, county or city government wants just because uh, they may have to go to the city county and ask for something in the future. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the same board members go back and forth. Like as an example, the Sioux Falls, I think a lot of times people... Uh, uh, a lot of groups uh, jumped on the bandwagon because the county said they wanted it. Like the Sioux Falls uh, 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 Chamber of Commerce, mm-hmm. which should be talking about historic preservation downtown because that brings in all the, the visitors downtown. Yep. It brings in a lot of tourists. Uh, now, 
the chamber has gun whole about all of these uh, changes for downtown Sioux Falls. And we're real, you know, happy that that's the case. Mm-hmm. But back then, I mean, we could we see the writing on the on the wall. There was already talk about, you know, let's preserve downtown Sioux Falls. We're starting to, uh, you know, uh, 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 save some of the old buildings. Uh, boy, this is this would be a perfect jewel uh, for downtown. Uh, let's get on the bandwagon. And the chamber was like, well, if they need parking, we better give it to them. And I was just like, you serious? You would? It's parking is important. And, uh, you know, I mean, because they're, they're not, the, uh, the courthouse is not downtown Sioux Falls. It's on the edge of Sioux Falls. There's yeah. all kinds of old houses and, and parking lots owned by other people in that neighborhood. It isn't like they're right downtown and there's no parking. Mm-hmm. So, and, uh, so we were, so to answer your question, we had an uphill battle because a lot of those people were like, well, you know, business people downtown were like, well, yeah, that makes sense to save it, but why would the county want to tear it down? They, they know better than anybody. Yeah. And then the county used uh, the idea that, well, this is going to cost us so much money to uh, save that. Well, then we found out that they had put in their budget a half a million dollars just to tear it down and to get site work done for a parking lot. Mm-hmm. A half a million dollars. Well, it didn't even cost that to... Uh, 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 fix uh, 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 the issues that they said were there. You know, there was some of the ceiling had fallen down inside, and uh, it didn't cost anywhere near that to fix it. So, you know, and and the funny thing is, now that it's been preserved, the county, even right from the start, they are just as proud as can be. Yep. They always talk about how oh, we got this nice coliseum. It's a uh, building that uh, we uh, house uh, different uh, county agencies in, and it's just such a beautiful building. Yep, my uh, my mom's a principal at Jane Adams Elementary. Uh, sure. In Sioux Falls, and they they go there a lot because it's Jane Adams has all the ELL students, so it's. Sure. I mean, the what that building has done for just people with different cultures from mm-hmm. uh, just. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's crazy, and it, I mean, you can go there now, and you have a good chance of seeing pro wrestling too. Like <laughs> yeah. they, they have, they have really figured out ways. And this was one of the things I remember uh, reading about how they, the county commissioners said that there was no way, uh, there, there, there wasn't anything that they could really use it for anymore. Right, and it, it, that's, I mean. Time has told us that it, there's tons of ways to use it. Right. And, and that's one of the ways that we built a coalition and support is that we didn't uh, come to the public and say, we need to save it because we're going to use it for X. Mm-hmm. Because we didn't really care what they used it for as long as it, they were preserving it and had a good use. So we would have uh, community meetings where we asked people, come in and give us your ideas. And we came up with over 100 ideas for that building. And when you do that, then all of a sudden that guy that said, uh, you know, you should put it for an indoor swimming pool. You know, mm-hmm. we're not telling him that'll never happen. Unlikely, but who knows? So then they, they jump on the bandwagon and say, you know what? Maybe it will be a pool. People are listening to me. Mm-hmm. Who knows what it'll be used for, but at least we have a use. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I'll tell you something. Uh, you talk about uh, the school district. They're a good example of, and these are school districts all over the state. They have a 20-year plan yep. in their mind without putting it on paper. And it usually means tearing down an old elementary school or tearing down a high school. So what they do is they stop uh, with any kinds of uh, up, update, any kind of uh, improvements, let the building deteriorate to the point where you can say, you know, look at this building. You know what the cost would be to fix it? Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, then people go, well, God, you know, if it's an old, old building and it would cost way too much to fix it, maybe we should tear it down. Well, of course we got to tear it down. We can't fix it. It costs too much. And I always say to those people, I say, if you had a house that was 90 years old, and would you let the neighbors come over and say, hey, you know what? You need to tear that down. You haven't put shingles on it. Let's just tear it down. It's not worth it. No, because you own it. That's your pride and joy. Yeah, you may not have put the shingles on, or maybe it needs some landscaping, but you own it. There's value there. Mm-hmm. Whereas government says, no, we're just going to let it deteriorate. And there's, there's other government buildings in Sioux Falls that they are letting deteriorate because it's in their long-term plan to tear it down. And the school district did that with uh, uh, Mark Twain. Mm-hmm. They let it deteriorate. They did it with uh, Lincoln Elementary School. And you know the worst part about it is? What? If they would give the community an opportunity to buy that building, oh, people would have jumped at it. Mm-hmm. But they don't want it. They don't want it up. Because if it gets saved and it, it looks great, then they got one of two things. They either have egg on their face or uh, they were shown uh, that they weren't right. Mm-hmm. And they sure don't want to hear that. Uh, I remember the last day of the Coliseum, uh, the vote. Uh, one of the, coli- one of the uh, commissioners said, well, and it was in the paper the day of the vote. She said, well, you know, really it isn't about just parking. Yep. Well, we knew it wasn't about parking, so why did you say that? Tell us your real reason. Uh, and uh, so, you know, on a side note, I would like to see uh, a state law that says any government building over 50 years old that's owned by the people, before they decide to tear it down, they need to have a public hearing. Yep. And uh, yeah, because, that's interesting. Uh, so often... Uh, these buildings can be saved. And when you look at other communities, uh, some communities are very good at saving buildings and reusing them. Brookings is an excellent example. They have a, uh, an old uh, uh, junior high that they have a science museum in it. Kieran, on the other hand, they had an old, uh, uh, they wanted to build a new element or middle school, so they tore down the old middle school for parking. Uh, you know, it's, it depends on the community. Uh, here in one thing they did, they had an old elementary school. They sold it, and they made condos in it. Sioux Falls, every time they have an old elementary school, they tear it down. Yep. Yeah. So it's just, you know, do you appreciate your local history? Uh, and, uh, you know, when they come with these ideas that, oh, it's too costly, and there's no use, and, and you know, I've learned a long time ago, when people give you a reason, there's usually about 50-50 chance, uh, 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 there's a 50-50 chance that that's not really the reason that they they feel that way. Yep. They just, you know, they just, it's an easy 
you know, way to, to uh, justify it. Yeah. Uh, so in th- this is happening kind of on my campus right now. I don't know if you know anything about it, but uh, at Augie, they're, uh, exactly. they're debating on the old main building. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, they, they know what they want to do already, mm-hmm. I, would, I would venture to say. But uh, they, they just want to, well, we're kind of kicking around. Well, there's no use for it. And, well, you know, it's kind of rough shape. Is it rough shape? Well, then shame on Augustana yep. for not keeping it up all yeah. those years. Shame on the leadership. You tell me that you didn't have the money to put a new roof on it 20 years ago when they needed it? Mm-hmm. Shame on you. Should we have an outside board now to look at all the other properties that you're not keeping up? Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. We're keeping them up. Well, then if you're keeping it up, why would you want to tear it down? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? And, uh, I mean, it, part, part for me, at least as a student, part of it feels that there's a push this push from D1 is also kind of escalating this specific building because they're trying to figure out what to do with housing and they think that that would be a prime place for housing. At least uh, that's one thing that they, they have thought about doing with it. Uh, right. Which it's, it also comes to the point where it's just the building itself kind of screams Augustana to you. Mm-hmm. I, right. And I mean, renovating it would be, would make it even, it'd be like, who wouldn't want to live there as a student if that place got renovated? Right. So. Right. I, I, I can't agree with you more. Yeah. Yeah. And I was president of the historical society when we had the fight on the, uh, on the Coliseum. So I, I, I knew I wanted to do it. So I just kind of took it by the, uh, by the horns and we just did it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I got my board to okay it, yeah, the, the. Uh, push to uh, save it, and I'm on the board right now. I'm the I came back and I'm the current president. Uh, my term will be up in a in a couple months. But mm-hmm. uh, one of the things I have found is that uh, I think that that uh, uh, building on Augustana, uh, Herseth is you know kind of doing her politician. I mm-hmm. like her, but she's the politician. You know, I'm not going to make a decision just yet either way. Yep. And you know, but I think is the students and alumni get together and start holding some meetings. Yeah. And you don't need them to get your meetings uh, 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 help. Uh, the County Historical Society would help you. A lot of people would help you. And just let's have a meeting. Let's talk about what we could use it for. Mm-hmm. Let's throw out reasons or ways to save it. Or not, or not ways to save it, but other uses. You come up with a list of 30 uses. Mm-hmm. And when you've got that list of 30 uses, it's pretty hard for them to say, well, we don't have a use for it. Well, you, did you did you read our list? We yeah. have a good list. That was interesting because that was one of the first thing it looked like you guys did. You created that. Uh, you created a list of forty things, I think. Yeah. To use the Coliseum for, which I mean, that that just kills their first argument right away. Yeah, and and I think that would kill an Augustana too, mm-hmm. because yeah. you know they're using this multi-purpose uh, 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 attack to to tear it down. You know, we haven't done our job and kept it up. Uh, we don't have any uh, uh, insight into the needs down the road for the campus that we could use the building. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, but, uh, when you start pushing that to them, you haven't kept it up. Okay, the college is admitting they haven't kept it up. They haven't done a good job of preserving it. Yep. 
And they're going to say, whoa, 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 hold it, hold it. It's not that bad a condition. Well, yeah, it is. It's in terrible condition because you haven't kept it up. And then two, uh, you don't have any kind of vision uh, in uh, uh, with the history of Augustana uh, mm-hmm. to really come up with an idea on a usage. All you're thinking of is modern day future. And what makes Augustana unique is the history. Yep. yep. I mean, and if they're not selling the history when they're uh, signing up new students, they're missing the, the, the uh, uh, they're missing the, the ball totally. Yep. I mean, yeah, not every student is going to be, oh, yeah, I'm going there because of the old building. But if you talk about the heritage, you know, here's one of the things. I'll take just a second and backtrack here. Well, here's one of the things that uh, when you have an influx of new people to any community, the number one way to get them to be good patrons of that community and, and uh, to buy into it and uh, to be supportive is to teach them about the local heritage, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. And when you get all these people moving into Sioux Falls from different countries and different parts of the United States and stuff, the first thing you should be doing is teaching them about the history of Sioux Falls. Because the minute they buy into the history and the heritage, there's less gangs, there's less graffiti, there's less crime because it's my community they're a part of it and when you look at all of the materials i'm just just by chance i found this whole booklet this morning about uh naturalization mm-hmm. and when someone becomes a naturalized citizen what do they do what do they do they teach them all about the history of the government and the community in the united states when we were founded why we were founded and, and who were the leaders and who's benjamin franklin and mm-hmm. all that because you know the minute they buy into this is a great country and this is a democracy yeah. and capitalism, well, then they're they're on their way to being a great citizen. And when you bring all those kids in to Augustana and you don't teach them about the heritage of Augustana, what are you doing then? Mm-hmm. You're just selling basketball? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, really. Uh, all right, I got one last question for you, yep. and then I'll let you go. Uh, I was wondering, because everything that I read... Uh, it seemed like all the newspapers were consumed with this whole story of the Coliseum. And I was wondering if it was like, Sioux Falls seemed to be a lot smaller back then, uh, just 20 years ago, which is crazy. No social media. Yeah. Uh, So I was wondering if this was actually a, like, if everyone in town was like talking about it or if it was more of just a newspaper uh, deal. You know, I I think there was more... uh, 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 interest uh, than maybe, you know, we were in the middle of it, so it was hard mm-hmm. for us yeah. to really, yeah. you know, to uh, judge that. But I will say, because Sioux Falls was smaller at the time, uh, I went out and did a lot of public speaking to all of the, not all of them, but to a lot of the uh, uh, civic organizations, you know, Rotary and Kiwanis. And 20 years ago, those were still pretty good size and, and had a lot of influence in Sioux Falls. Mm-hmm. Now as the city grows, I don't know if they're as uh, important to the community as far as, uh, you know, leadership in the community. Uh, but in those days, still, if you went to the downtown uh, Rotary uh, and you talked to 120 people, those were all decision makers. Yep. And they were all business people that owned businesses and, and had a lot of say in the community. Uh, so when we went out and talked to those groups, 
yeah, that it did get around a lot quicker than uh, I think today with social media, you know, and, and in those days, everybody read the paper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's how you got your news. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, uh, Randy, thank you for... Uh, you bet. The reason I wanted to bring up the Coliseum is because we could see the destruction of another building in Sioux Falls that's historical. Old Main on Augustana's campus. I thought it was interesting that Randy said something along the lines of, the way people buy into your college or community is the history and what makes it great. I think Augustana is at a crossroads. Do they want to keep their historic building and keep building the same culture? Or do they want to create a new one along with a new culture? Only the future can tell. And as we all know, historians don't try and figure out the future. I will say, though, it is always worth fighting for historical landmarks when they need to be fought for. This concludes our first season. I want to thank everyone who listened and everyone who thought this was enjoyable, because I had a lot of fun. I beg you, whenever you have the chance to try and save historical landmarks, like the Sioux Falls Coliseum, you should. You don't want to lose that part of the culture forever. I cannot look at modern buildings without thinking of historical ones. Kevin McLeod. Thanks, guys. Love you.